It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. Um, I, 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 I just uh, I saw a very interesting thing. I'm always, I'm always online, right? Always um, seeing something. Always on. I, 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 <laughs> always I think I'm a peruser something. of. You can call it that. I'll call it something else. What would you call it? I would call it nosy. I'm not nosy. Looking, laughing, and lurching. I know. Well, first off, there are a lot of aspersions you could cast on me. But you, Jasmine, can't call anybody nosy. First of all, I am never... not nosy. What I am is inquisitive. Okay, whatever it is. <laughs> you can't call anybody nosy. Difference. It's a lot of stuff you know because you just want to know what stuff. What did you see I know this it because just I forgot now because we've been just arguing about who's nosy. Now I don't even remember what it is I was going to say. Mm-mm-mm. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Happy holidays. I, don't I know this. <laughs> What's the new station? Happy holidays, yeah, yeah. everybody. Oh, what, what, what is the new station? What is the new station? What is the new station? What is the new? Um, who is it? Junis? Who is it? Uh, we're talking about WKRA in um, Battle Creek. Uh, WKRA in Battle Creek. Uh, isn't that the home of Kellogg's? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. See good how you just good, random stuff. And good radio. Everybody knows that. You, if you, if you sat there and read that. a cereal box, you would see us from Battle First Creek, of all, Michigan. why am I reading the cereal box? And because you, eat the cereal. that's all you could eat when we were growing up. And we're going to be um, on the so, weekends at WUFO in Buffalo. Hey. Oh, oh, so WUFO, all right. Uh, and and, and uh, our station in Battle Creek, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Happy holidays. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> More of this. Don't block. You, I'm, I, it's, it's a shame you block your blessings so long, but I you agree. here now. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> Ask welcome Columbia family. what happened when they left me. Hey, Ask don't, them. Don't, no, we left Uh-oh. that. We left that. Ask what, what like happened. Was that Lafayette, Louisiana, when they oh. left me. Ask them. Ask them. Now, you know, that's that's something they for you right back. there. They come back. Like them. Tamar went back to the white man, they come right <laughs> back, Jack. <laughs> Same thing in Waco. They left, but they Same came thing in Waco. You learn, you know now, don't you? Is that easy Ed out in Waco? That Ed? That's right. Ed, Ed Sanchez. Sanchez. I'm surprised he done me like that, but you know, he's back It now. wasn't him. Gotta, it I, wasn't him. He, oh, okay. The, the, he right, brought him Ed back. my dudes. Yeah. It's my You folks. know how you can find out. Ask him. Yeah. Ask him. <laughs> ask him. Ask him. You got to ask him. Um, happy birthday to Janelle Monet. I don't know what she is. Um, I can't remember. I don't know if it was pansexual. Um, I don't know what she is, but I she's a sexy, uh, intriguing She is, being. very much so. Yeah, I don't know what Very she interesting is. twist in how she started versus where she is. Yeah, well, it's evolved. But it works, yeah. Evolved. It works. Well, she made Usher blush. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> he got on his skates and went back home. Like, wow. <laughs> Oh, you you playing with a, a woman just like she ain't playing? She yeah, she playing. Has, she has Happy G birthday too. to Z- yes, she is. Happy birthday to Zoe Kravitz. Happy birthday to Deshaun Jackson. Happy birthday to Sarah Silverman. Happy birthday to Bed Midler. Happy birthday to Chanel Amon. Happy birthday to Golden Brooks. Happy birthday to Lisa Fisher. Happy birthday oh, to Abba Babantunde. Uh, all my children and the Barry Gordy and Tatations movie. Happy birthday birthday to Charles Michael Dub- uh, Davis from Grey's Anatomy and The Game. Happy birthday to Mike Brian. Michael Cox, producer and writer for Mariah and Usher and Guinness World Record holder for the longest consecutive period of chart success. That's a lot. So That's a mouthful. Yes, it is. Translated, he's paid. Okay. That's, Thank you. That's what chart success to give you. I tell yes, you that. Sir. Happy birthday to Gary Payton II. Happy birthday posthumously, of course, to the greatest who ever did it, Richard Pryor. Happy birthday to Lou Rawls. Happy birthday to Billy Paul. Happy birthday to Vesta Williams. And happy birthday to Pablo Escobar. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a great show lined up for you. Of course, it is what what it happened was Friday, so Jasmine's going to tell us what's trending. You can't hit happy hour of the club, so we're going to bring the party straight to you with the Hughley House Party of the D.L. Hughley Show. Tell what is trending. Like the kids.
Jazz man. What man? Tell these good people what is trending. <laughs> Shannon Sharp is trending. People are upset with him because they say that what he said about Megan the Stallion was uh, disrespectful. Oh, stop. And not a nice thing to say. What? He basically was during an interview uh, he was doing with, I think, Chad Ochocinco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, you know, he was talking about how I guess he's attracted to Megan the Stallion. Sure, sure. And he said that he would stretch her out like a quarter to three, 245, <laughs> basically. Yeah, he wait, thought it was wait a minute, crude and distasteful. It was, but this is from somebody who was uh, on the do wet, wet right? Yeah, the wet yes. song. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wet yeah, song. No, okay, let's a... stop right there. Well, <laughs> let's well, stop right there. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like macaroni in a pot? Come on now. Let's stop. <laughs> I mean, Stop. I, I don't know. I think it might be a little. Different. If he took you up on your offer, like if he, like, like you, literally, that is a very sexual song, right? Very much so. So if you Explicit. have a song where somebody has sexually expresses yeah. song, and somebody expresses their the uh, the approval of the song in a sexually explicit manner, yeah. you got what you are bargaining for. I mean, Bingo. I guess so. He, he said didn't he have it. open like saloon doors, like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he ain't with Skip no more saying that. I know that. That's conversation. <laughs> anyway, also trending. We didn't talk about this. Anita Baker was trending on TikTok because um, you remember the whole situation between her and Babyface yeah. and the lateness or whatever. Yeah. She showed up yeah. two hours late yeah. and then started fussing at the engineers about the sound. This People time, were like, hey, this time, yeah. So she didn't have baby faces. She didn't have nobody to blame. She was in Greensboro, North Carolina, and I, and I remember that. Made them wait I, for I two hours. Played the Coliseum and knew she was coming. Uh, I remember we played uh, right around. I forgot we played about a month ago, and I saw she was coming, and I was like, man, that'd be great to see her because we had just played the joint. Um, I, I, I think they're the Anita Bakers and the uh, Lauren Hills. Yeah. Um, I, it's to me when somebody invests time in you, you gotta be appreciative of it. I think. Yeah. So. We, I mean, I would think so, but apparently, you know, Come I don't on. know. We've all been in the business. Now, let, let's, I don't know, but here's the assumption. If you're two hours late to the show, chances yeah. are you didn't do a sound check. Chances that's are. That's why you're having I, so many I, problems. So that's why you're having sound, right? So you right. come on now. Come on now. Right. Yeah. Sad. Very sad. sad. I love Anita Baker. Don't say nothing else about it. That's not. Don't we say? You don't have baby. to change your voice. Just keep singing. Just come on now. Why are you hating on my vocals? I'm not hating on your voice. Anyway, I'm that's what's trending. All right, go so, back okay. to Lou Rawls. Yeah, go back to Lou Rawls. You'll never find. You know what? Until the end of all time, really? you'll never find a falsetto. I know that. <laughs> you'll keep searching <laughs> your whole life until you blow your tonsils out. <laughs> Coming up, we got a little note from the GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, Wallet Hub has compiled a list of the most sinful cities in the country. Do you know what they are? I don't know, but I'm going to get Lou uh, in Atlanta. Get my tour list together. (laughs) (laughs) So coming in at number one, Las Vegas. Of and, course, and, of course. And overall of greed course. and everything else, of basically. But listen, you could drink, you could drink, uh, you could smoke, you could smoke, you could hire hookers, you can gamble. Yeah, sinful. It's Sin called City. Sin City for a reason. Correct. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Number two, Houston. Oh uh, yeah. You know what they win the number one in, in category? What, what they got number one? What? Lust. Yeah, well, yeah, they on fire too. <laughs> this is number one syphilis capital of the world too. Wait oh, a minute, it sure is. Yes, it is. So Mississippi is the number have, one for gonorrhea. You can't have syphilis without lust. 
<laughs> anyway, also on the list, uh, Los Angeles. Yeah, put that on Coming the card. in number one of Vanity. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, yes. But it isn't because of, here's, I will say this. It isn't because of Angelinos. It's because of all these transplants that move in that were beautiful where they were from and try to capitalize on Are you talking about me and my face? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm just saying. I'm talking about you. You're, you, you, you're a litany of people. Angelinos are not like that. But it's people that come here. I don't know. I know a couple of Angelinos who are like I, that. You don't need, well, I'm not, you, well, there, there are about 20 million of us. So I don't know if you knew all of them. But I would just say a lot of you bra, uh, people come here <laughs> and you were like from a small town where you would fly and then you come here I mean not just I'm not talking about you I'm not ta- but you did come from a small town I came here from fly. New York let me keep going you on. did so you came from Udawah's not no you that's know. where I'm originally from okay that's, that's what I'm talking about from. anyway rounding out the top 10 is Philly Atlanta Denver Dallas oh Dallas is on the list Phoenix yeah. Miami and Cleveland All do- and I'll be in Cleveland Saturday night <laughs> let's see how simple we can be <laughs> Anyway, so a new study says... The mistake by the lake, baby. (laughs) A new study says squats and lunges can actually help save your knees. People who don't have strong quads can end up needing a total knee replacement. Sure, I bet. They say the two muscle groups acts as a counterforce, and the balance between them enables you to have, you know, protective knees so that you're good. So build up your quads and your hamstrings. Yes, sir. I'm going to leave this alone. Squats and lunges. Because it's too too easy. It's too easy. But I I just imagine the worst thing you think I can say, and that's what I'm thinking. All right. (laughs) Coming up, we got a lot of call. We had a lot of callers this week, and if you missed them, do not worry. It is what it happened was Friday. This is the DL Hughley show. Now, uh, of course, Monday uh, was uh, the the uh, first the Monday after Thanksgiving. How long is too? Uh, the question we asked was how long is too long to eat Thanksgiving leftovers? A lot to say about that. You said three to four days. Other than that, the bacteria sets up, and trust me, you don't want to. It'll cost you more in uh, trying to treat. Uh, what is it called? Food poisoning versus just throwing that stuff away. That's everything. That's everything because food poisoning is horrible to deal with. Thanksgiving was last Thursday. I just ate a big plate of turkey and dressing about an hour ago, and I still got a whole big bowl of potato salad in the refrigerator. Keeping it till it's all eaten up. Yeah, you only get uh, four days on that food, and that stuff is refrigerated. After that, if it's not frozen, it's it's done deal. It goes in the trash. You ain't killing me. I would say after about at least three days, maybe maybe up to maybe that Saturday, by the end of the weekend, probably max Sunday, but I'd say at least up to the end of that weekend. I say three days, freeze half, then take the leftovers and get you some Pillsbury already made pie crust. Roll that out and make yourself a homemade pot pie so you got to have gravy. <laughs> so make lots of gravy. Then you make yourself a beautiful homemade pot pie. And then that can go for like two more days because it's not going to last three. It's delicious. Thanksgiving food should last until it's gone. <laughs> like saving, like throwing it away after one day because I have a big family. But you should save food. You should eat the food until it's gone. Like, I had a plate yesterday. It was bigger than my the first plate on Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving food should last until it's gone. Until your mom, you know, decides to freeze up the macaroni and cheese, which she does. But food should, you should eat the food until it's gone. Because it's in the refrigerator. It's cooked food. It's not going to go back. I think that you should eat leftovers until they're gone. And back tonight, I'm going to be making turkey tacos. So... Eat them until they're gone, and that's what I mean. Freeze rest. Don't throw that stuff away. It costs too much. Standard for leftovers is three days, four days tops. Uh, 
and specifically if you're talking about Thanksgiving or Christmas meal. Now, other things that's high in acidity, like spaghetti, that type of thing, you can keep it longer. More of this week's best calls. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. So Tuesday, what had happened was a woman told her mom, her mom she can't change her baby's diaper on the cafe counter right next to her while she was eating. Who? What trifling ass bro? Apparently somebody. Who thinks that's okay? Um, then the mother flipped out. Who was wrong here? Uh, we asked you that. You said. As a mom of two, my son, who eats like a grown man at the age of three, she definitely should have took that to the bathroom. There was no need to do that. I think that was so inconsiderate of everybody else that was in the cafe. I mean, it's a nasty thing to do. It's the same thing as people blowing their nose at the table. Both of them are wrong. But it's nasty. You hear all that rattling or that snot while you're trying to swallow your spaghetti. I would have said, ma'am, don't do that. Take it off the counter. You don't do that. Poop is poop. E. coli is E. coli. Somebody get some of that in their food, it could possibly die. Hell no, it ain't right. No, it ain't right. Uh, that is extremely nasty. I mean, if a fly fly on your food, you're going to wipe it off and you're going to get rid of the food because you know nine times out of ten that fly and just flew off a piece of shit or something that's nasty. So why would a person change a, di- a diaper of a child right on a table while somebody's eating? That's nasty. It just didn't get to the point where people just don't care anymore. No one wants to sit next to piss or poop, but people have a way of justifying anything that they think they want to do because their ethics and morals would not allow them to think rational. Man, I agree with D.L. That, that helper knows she's nasty. She was raised to be nasty. You don't do that. Especially in public. That is disgusting. You hear me? That is disgusting. I don't know what... And, and I know it's a young mother. Because trust me, older women would not act that way. The young mothers nowadays feel like they are entitled to do whatever they want with or without child. That is disgusting and she should not have children. That woman who is changing that baby diaper right there is trifling and nasty. And that other woman should have said something to her. Take the baby in the damn bathroom and change him or her in there. Don't nobody want that around their food and stuff. You don't be doing no junk like that. I might have said a couple four-letter words with it. When she was doing that, you know, she talking about this her baby. We know that's your baby, right? Take her in the bathroom and change him or her. That's trifling. Wednesday, what had happened was a husband who works 10 to 12 hours a day tells his stay-at-home wife that all of the chores are her responsibility and not his. Is he right? Hell yeah, but I'll let y'all have it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think you guys are forgetting that he gets days off work, you know, and if he's working 10 hours, he's probably got a good job, benefit, time, you know, time he could take off, pay, you know, a vacation time. Either that or he's going to have to let me get a nanny because I'm I'm there all day. I don't even leave. So I'm at work, at home at the same time all day. Man, come on, man. If he worked all the time and she stay at home, then, yeah, the chores are hers, bro. Everybody's got a job. His is outside the house. Hers is inside the house. The man's statement is right, working a long hours. But you know what? I grew up in a family where my father was running his biz, uh, building his business, and he worked a lot of hours, but he still was very considerate to my mother. And on Fridays, he would take us out so she didn't have to cook, do other stuff on Saturdays so she wouldn't have to cook. I think if they come to an agreement, but the guy still is cooperative with the wife, I think it should be fine. Yes, they, she should clean up. 
do the house chores. If he's doing everything else, she's a stay-at-home mom. Why not? That's a lot of free time. I think that if a partner is working full time and the other partner stays home, that there shouldn't be a uh, make them do anything, especially if they're doing all the cooking and cleaning. Like that's what me and my partner did. I worked full time and he stayed home and he did all the cooking and cleaning and vice versa. Like if I stayed home, he did the same thing. I mean, if you want to help, you should help. But I don't feel like if you're at home all day, I shouldn't have to come home and do anything. Uh, then, of course, we as a dad makes his 16-year-old daughter shave her head after she bullies a girl with cancer. She also pulled her Merkin off, her, her wig off, right? Merkin right. off. I thought it was, well, Merkin is... Uh, this, no, 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 pulled, just pulled the wig off. You know, Merkin is where if you if you lose your hair, you get... Uh, it's like a wig for your privates. What? Yeah, it's a wig for your... Who's you going... Wait, wait a, lot a minute. Of people, a lot of I people. thought the object was to get rid of that. I mean, Correct. Well, no, that's what well, we Most likes. of the time. I mean, it, I guess it depends what you Look like. I mean, but... Okay. But she didn't pull that off anyway, yeah. so... Yeah. What kind of glue does that require? <laughs> but the point is that wow. he punished his daughter because he thought what she did was abominable. Um, did you think it was appropriate? Uh, you said... I think that that father was absolutely correct, and I'm assuming that the mother went along with it. A 16-year-old is not a 6-year-old. That's some humanity, some ethics, and some teaching about the quality of life. Sometimes a 16-year-old, it may be the peer, her peer group, but regardless of what it was, yes, I think he, that's, a bit, that's not going overboard. That's not going too far. Because sometimes you have to teach people what it's really like to walk in someone else's shoes. I think the father was not wrong at all because she shouldn't have been bullying somebody that's known that's known to have cancer and being bald-headed or losing hair is going to be a, an effect of it. So he didn't do nothing wrong at all. Bell ass ain't going to do it no more. I think that the father is nuts. Um, there's other ways of punishing a child where they, first of all, they, he should be explaining or sitting down talking with her about bullying. And, I mean, that's just ridiculous. Make her shave her head. What does that prove? I think he was somewhat right because nowadays you have to teach these children abject lessons about what not to do. You just can't let them grow up and continue on doing what they're doing without consequence. That is what's wrong with our young children today. They have no consequences. So I believe the man was right. I bet you she won't go around bullying nobody else no more like she's doing. Let me tell you, if that was my kid, I'll make her shave her damn eyebrows too because her hair will grow back. But that poor child with cancer, who knows what's going to happen with her. So, yeah, he should have made her shave her head and her eyebrows. Now, for those of you who are not regular listeners of the D.L. Hughley Show, here is just a tiny bit of why you should listen every day. That lie they make you tell when you sit in the emergency exit room yeah. that you're going to help somebody help else. Nobody. I don't give a damn about nobody else on this plane but my wife. We getting out. Follow me, damn it. Like you do around the store. Follow me. <laughs> right. This slide me works you. real good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, happy birthday uh, to Johnny Miller when He fell down, got up. And when he got up, he had a girlfriend. Ain't that something? <laughs> 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 I mean, he did. He said, I, I ain't going to do this no more. <laughs> 
The Vatican, under the direction of Pope Francis, announced it has dismissed a Texas bishop after he criticized the church for discussing possible reforms on LGBTQ rights. After he refused to resign voluntarily, Pope Francis stepped in and dismissed him. You got fired by a dude with a dress on. (laughs) He may be a fisher of men, but you're going to be fishing for a job. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday to Roland Martin. Had a great experience with him over Thursday. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Don't talk to Roland unless you got statistics, data, facts. That dude, man. He's all about that. Man, let me tell you. But it's weird to hear that from a dude that always dressed like a Kwanzaa president. Like, he always... (laughs) (laughs) Like, Kwanzaa every day around you. (laughs) His nickname is Coogee Jacalia. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Your, your indictment update. And in case you are in, uh, if you are in Kansas City tonight, I'm going to be at the T-Mobile Arena myself, Eddie Griffin. We got uh, Gary Owen and we got uh, uh, we got Felipe Esparza and said the entertainer. It's going to be great. It's called the Laughing Gas Tour. You don't want to miss that. Then the following day, I'm going to be in Cleveland, one of the most sinful cities in the country. Uh, sure is. It's on gonna, the list. I'll tell you, it's 10. It's going to be 9. It's going to be a move, move up to 9 by the time I'm <laughs> Well, clean it up before you go. I'm going to go down there. Don't leave it in the hot sauce like Williams. I don't think if they still have that. Give me a a, a, a pig ear sandwich. You're not going to eat that. <laughs> of course <laughs> I will. Oh, you are not. Yeah. When, I, when I go to Think Missouri, you'll put her have, now. Keep right. going. Right. That's what I'm saying. I might, I might have a snoop sandwich down no, there. No, you're not going to Yes, I have. I've had pig ears, Snoot. Yeah. I'm not talking about what you've had. I'm talking about you're not going to eat that Why on earth now. wouldn't I eat it? Because the, you've changed your diet. No, you, I, you have. You I would not eat that I wouldn't, at all. I wouldn't do it all the time, but why wouldn't I do it? Because pork chops taste better than playing with your grandkids? I will be I will be better. I'm not going to take um, uh, uh, you know, uh, dietary lessons from a chubby vegan. I will not do it. You understand? <laughs> chubby. Chubby. do it. Chubby, we got a big who how many okay. uh, you know remember what happened to uh you know who Who's you know who Craig? Mr. Push ups and couldn't do six? No, no, come on now. You, you now I know I could do six push ups. Okay, well how many you got? Uh-oh. What do you mean, how many I got? How many you, how many you need? How, like, how many you need, fat boy? Like, <laughs> how many you need? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you that think you like talking to the play, boy? Move the table out the way. I'd be damned if I don't get beat uh, by somebody eat quinoa. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you talking about an African, I don't know what you, stab him. Get a spear. <laughs> get a spear and <laughs> Is that who blow dark that is? That's who he is. Laying it up in the hallway. Flip <laughs> <laughs> his blow dark part in the hallway. All right. Uh, coming up this hour, we got uh, My Day Butter of the Week. Plus, it's Friday. You're not hitting happy hour of the club. So, we're going to bring the party straight to you with the Hughley House Party. And we have a Lebo, the streaming Hack Warrior on the D.L. Hughley Show. Now it's time for the streaming movie review with Alibo, the streaming hack warrior. What's that, Alibo? The Thanksgiving is over. Yes. The family has left your home, but it is time for the Black Friday. The Blackie Friday is the only day people trample others for sales exactly one day after being thankful for what they already have. I'm sitting up. <laughs> Blackie Friday is the day when it is socially acceptable to wrestle an elderly woman for a smart TV and get cheered for it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Today's movie is about the Blackie Friday. The movie is Thanksgiving, starring Patrick D. Dempsey. This movie takes place after a Black Friday riot ends in the tragedy. Oh. Then a mysterious Thanksgiving-inspired killer terrorizes 
Plymouth, Massachusetts, the birthplace of the infamous holiday. This is your typical slasher film. Yeah. The cast is good and it is somewhat fun to watch, but on the whole, it is a very predictable slasher movie. It is historically correct though. In fact, like the original Thanksgiving, the pilgrim kills the natives. I'm serious. <laughs> the best part about this Thanksgiving movie is there will be no leftovers. Uh-oh, dear, my own brother. Listen to this. That was the sound of people saying they love this film. <laughs> Regardless of this, I give this movie two and a half handbags and a matching sandwich bag. If you have leftovers from your Thanksgiving, <laughs> add this film after your Thanksgiving nap and I will send you a bottle of my new Pepto Bismarcky. Oh, I got what you need because Alipo is your friend. Alipo is your friend. I'm serious. Ooh, I got what you need. This is Alipo, your hacking warrior with the stream hacking movie review. Stay safe and healthy. Hamne, hamne, ham. Uh oh. As always, we're going to take a peek into Jasmine's diary right here on the D.L. Hughley Show. Now it's time to take a peek into Jasmine's no. diary. Di- hey, no, you, we ain't even saying nothing. Uh, but I know where that. this is going. We ain't even, I, Just give right. me my diary. I'll read it myself. My assistant learned a very valuable lesson yesterday, and that is never go to a meeting with your tatas out. And I don't mean full on out, right? But I mean just sitting up high and looking low if you catch my trip. So we have this very important meeting. And you know, I tend to dress not conservative, but fly. And she was also trying to be conservative and fly, but her conservative does not match mine. Not only does her conservative not match mine, neither does her boobs. Now, I'm a proud, you know, 34D. <laughs> On the other hand, she's like a 45 triple F. I don't even know what it is, but what I do know is what she had on was not containing what she had. So the entire meeting, I'm going through my spill. I'm thinking I'm giving the best presentation ever. And the only thing everybody at the table can focus on are her tatas. Now, I was very upset. In the end, we got the deal, yes, okay? But I don't know if I got the deal or her tatas got the deal. But I congratulated us both. <laughs> now we'll just have to see what happens after this. Put your tatas away during the meeting, okay? That's the lesson. We got a song from when your mom and daddy were still together. That's next. Plus, some people get very upset with me. They never, ever miss an opportunity to let me know how they really feel about <laughs> second call. <laughs> You know what? You guys ain't got to warm up. You ain't got to. Oh, yes, we do. Don't you deny us what we love about this show. If you want authenticity, you want to let us warm up. That's right. Because it's real. We got more coming up in 15 minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. The D.L. Hughley Show. Fast, funny, and one hell of a ride. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your uh, indictment update. update. Tonight, I'm going to be at the T-Mobile Center with myself, said the entertainer, Eddie Griffith. We got Philippe Esparza and, of course, Gary Owen, the Nine of Colors of Benetton Tour. Well, Gary's more black than almost. I was going to say, he is. Maybe not in color. If Gary Gary didn't ever date a black woman again, I would understand it. (laughs) 
He's a white dog, came white white dude came over, a black woman, mm-hmm. you know, got yes, the worst, took a lot of bread from mm-hmm. him. I mean, mm-hmm. no. Do you think black people, women would get mad if he said, I'm done with black women? Yes. Mm-hmm. Of course. Maybe. Of course. He, he they might, don't get a chance. They don't get a chance. Just following. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, he'd be, he be tired really of eating, eating he, too. Well, some people might care. Yeah. I bet you what? It's a, it's a black woman that's doing pretty well because she, well, I, I am happy about it. Uh, even though I love Gary, when a white black woman takes a white man's money, it's kind of a little. Uh, my own little private reparation. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you're somewhere I can't even get mad. I mean, I love Gary, yeah. but I love that a sister spent his money yeah. on Posner products. Yeah. I love that too. That's what you get. It's almost as good as watching Birth of a Nation. <laughs> yes. But reverse. I love you, Gary, but I'm so glad a sister is buying hot combs with your money. I, I'm just telling you. <laughs> a black woman is buying Indian hair with your money as we speak. <laughs> Coming out the side, we got a song for when your mom and daddy. A new boyfriend named Jamal. Yes, indeed. I'm so tired of that. No. Uh, We got a song for when your mom and daddy were still together, but some people get so upset with the things I say, we're going to give them an opportunity to express themselves with our segment called... Hey, Gary Owen. And we're bringing the house party straight to you with the Hughley House Party on the D.L. Hughley Show. Now it's time for what you need to know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with What You Need to Know. In a ruling handed down Thursday, an appeals court put a gag order back in place in Donald Trump's civil fraud trial. Judge Arthur and Gorin originally placed the gag order after Trump posted allegations about the judge's law clerk everywhere. Judge and Gorin originally fined the former president $15,000 for violating the order and expanded it to include Trump lawyers who also criticized the law clerk. A Detroit judge overseeing the estate of the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, has awarded prime real estate to the late star's sons. The ruling overrides a 2010 handwritten will found at Franklin's suburban Detroit home around the same time in 2019. Kakaf Franklin, one of her sons, is said to inherit a property valued at $1.1 million in 2018. Another son, Teddy White II, who favored the 2010 will, was granted a house in Detroit that was already sold for $300,000 before the will emerged. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. Thank you, Sybil. What have you learned is coming up next on the D.L. Hughley Show. That will do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. I sincerely thank you for tuning in to D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment, indictment update. update. I am on my way, of course. Uh, if you're in Kansas City, uh, meet me there. Be there. Be square. We're going to be at the T-Mobile Center. Myself said the entertainer, Eddie Griffin, Felipe Esparza, and Gary Owen for the... Uh, Laughing Gas Tour, and then tomorrow I will be in Cleveland for at the Improv two Friday, excuse me, two Saturday and one Sunday. Um, well, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, Again. Oh, thank you that. to our new affiliates in Buffalo and Battle Creek. Yes, um, So Buffalo, uh, Buffalo, they come on Saturday. We're gonna. They took our Saturday show and Battle Creek. Thank you, Creek. Buffalo. We We're expanding. It. Excellent. We're yeah. expanding. Uh, and I'd like to say from the bottom of our hearts, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Just in time for the you holiday are season. Welcome. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I forgive you for taking so long. Yeah, it's it a, took but you so you're long. here. That's all that matters. That's it. <laughs> Jasmine Sanders, what did you learn today? <laughs> well, this took a long time, but you know, a decision has finally been made. You remember when Aretha Franklin passed away and they found that will in the sofa Hell in yeah. the couch, Hell yeah. and uh, the the sons were saying it's legit. Other people, including the eldest son, were saying it is not. Well, a judge has ruled that it is legit, so the youngest son will uh, basically benefit more than most of them. Okay, mm-hmm. I bet he was the one to live with her. 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I bet he's the one who paid attention, most attention to her. Probably. So. I bet he was the one she bailed out the least. Hey, yeah. yeah. He's the youngest. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But he, there are three sons total. I think there's the eldest and then another one who has special needs and then this youngest son. What is special the, the, yeah, yeah, It didn't yeah, detail yeah. what the special needs were, yeah. but apparently the el- enough that the eldest son has to take care of him. Yeah. So uh, there was a house that was sold right after she died that got $300,000. The eldest son got that. Yeah. But the younger son got um, like a million dollar home, got some money and some other properties. He got the bulk of the yeah. estate. Uh-huh. Who no, got the publishing? Know. That's what. Who got yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Who got everything? <laughs> everything. Yep. Uh, the, uh, uh, it's very interesting. Um, uh, I'm gonna. We'll talk about this on Monday. Let's get my man Cheetah. What did you learn? Hey, man. This is for our affiliate in Dallas. I have to say, I want to welcome Nanette Lee back. She's gonna start a weekend Nanette show Lee. tomorrow. She'll, be, she'll have the Nanette Lee show starting tomorrow at noon right here. It comes on Did right after. Did we have after... something to do that? Because we let her hang out with us that weekend. Absolutely. We? Absolutely. Did Absolutely. we have something to do with that? Of, of course. She's going to follow You're welcome to Nanette. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what I'm going to you know, do? I'm going to throw up welcome, in your brand new Mercedes. Just like at, at, just... <laughs> for old time's sake. <laughs> for old sake, time's sake, I'm going to throw up in your brand new Mercedes. <laughs> she's so funny. She is funny. Yeah. The, really, Skip? That, yeah. I'm so proud of her. Yes. I'm glad she's here. Uh, Skip decided to give her a weekend show. My, I finally got one, but he gives her one right away. Well, that's a white part of him. Yeah, that's a white part of him. Yeah, I bet he hit her. I, I bet, bet he did. I bet he, I bet he did. No. <laughs> no. In no sense of the word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. was, yeah that, that was not that neck. No, no, no. Let's yeah. move along, people. Let's you don't want to wrestle. Along. I know no, that. No, no, no. Let's get on weekend. <laughs> on the next D.L. Hughley show, uh, the military <laughs> man, Jamal Kingsley, is going to return to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives, plus another special case show of Bus Records Banger. I want you to have a safe, great week, a great safe weekend. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator, pull that string. We got to go. Tow, tow. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. See you on the other side.